You're listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul Abernathy. What up, everybody? Welcome to Electrician Live. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host. For those listening over on our Electrician Live website, again, you might have a hard time unless you're listening to the podcast because, again, as normal, as clockwork, YouTube had trouble. As always, thanks, Matt, for joining us. So at the end of the day, at least we're here. I struggled at the last minute to get this show up again. You cannot rely on YouTube. I'm telling you that right now. Anyway, so for those that are over on the actual stream, listening on the podcast-only version, uh, as you know, the topic tonight is CMECP, Certified Master Electrical Code Professional. That is what we're talking about tonight on this show. We are not doing exam prep. We are not doing things other than certified master electrical co-professionals. So don't ask about that. We'll do that up front. So for those that are watching the show over on our YouTube channel, go to youtube.com forward slash master the NEC and you can listen and watch uh, the actual video stream of the show uh, as well. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the CMECP program for those that may be interested in it or those that might aspire to get to that level. Um, a couple things to tell you about the, 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 the CMECP, which is called Certified Master Electrical Code Professional Program. Uh, get a couple things out of the way up front about it that people ask all the time. Number one, it is not a certification that is going to be something, for example, where you use it to get your electrical license. It's not what it's about. In fact, you can't be a CMECP unless you're already a master electrician. Okay, so it would kind of defeat the purpose of needing it for licensing credits and things like that. You already have to be a master to be involved in it. So the program, CMECP, which is a registered trademark, as well as Certified Master Elect Code Professional, which we also own that trademark, uh, are the trademarks are geared towards the education industry, and so it is foundationed underneath the allowances under that federally registered trademark for educational purposes and for teaching uh, this specific type of program. Now, anybody that has the CMECP can use it after their name, obviously. They can use it in their advertising, their marketing, on their uh, the patches, whatever they want uh, officially to be able to do that. Um, there is no other program like it. And NFPA doesn't have anything like it. IEEI doesn't have anything like it. This is geared to electricians that want to take their game to the next level. And we'll talk about that tonight. We'll even take a look at the website uh, so we can have a good idea of what that looks like. And and I'll talk about the steps because sometimes, and we'll talk about the things that people say. Uh, First thing that people say is, what's the accreditation behind it? There is none. It's a certified program that is issued through corporations. And so as a corporation and Electrical Code Academy is a corporation, we have an academy. We do continue education classes. We do regular classes, um, all those type of things. But as far as in the state of Texas and acknowledged throughout the country, Electrical Code Academy Incorporated is a corporation. And a corporation has a board of directors and we have different people on the board. Okay. And it's not just me. Now, second thing about it is that you have to go through a process in order to get those federally registered trademarks. So we will protect them vigorously. 
So I have them. You can't see them. They're up on the board. You've seen pictures of me posting them before. Um, we have those issued, and we will protect that, that mark. Why? Because there is only a handful of CMECPs around the country. A handful. In fact, somebody asked me the other day, what is the percentage of success rate versus fail rate in the CMEC program? Well, I'm telling you right now, the program used to be easier up until the beginning, or I guess is November or, or something of this year. And then the program kind of clamped down and it made it very difficult because we wanted to add some serious teeth behind it. Okay, so the rate of passing for the CMECP program right now is about 15%. Very low. Okay, so what does that mean? The failure rate's uh, 85%. So why do people fail in that program? It's not because we're teaching anything earth-shattering. In fact, the program is geared around our same program that's called the Fast Tracks. It's geared around that with some unique things that are, that are unique to it. The difference is, for those that are in the Fast Tracks program, you can take those quizzes as often as you want. Um, we encourage you to get grades in the upper 80s and things like that. You don't have a choice in the CMEC program. When you click that button and you submit the grades, they all have to be at a certain level. Uh, and if you do not maintain that level, you're out. Now, you're given a chance, three chances, to increase your score. And logically, you should increase your score. Um, but you're given three chances. After that, that's it. Um, so it's a dedication. Plus, anybody that's familiar with the Fast Tracks program know that it's extensive. Well, in the CMEC program, you literally have to go through that entire course and finish in six months. And when you finish in six months, then you have the amount of time scheduled uh, and we'll give you a certain length of time to do your 100-question peer review. It means that you get videotaped at your computer while it's being proctored and you have to answer the questions. We don't give you the test ahead of time. You have to answer them. It's presented to you while we are there uh, and uh, you have to take the test and you have to submit your 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 questions, uh, your answers to the questions, and it will get graded. Uh, and of course, again, you have to maintain a high level of success rate for that. Now, once you get past that level, you still have one more level. And that is you have to do what's called a five-on-one peer review. And a lot of students that are in the program uh, have not made it to the, the five-on-one peer review. Now, that's not to scare somebody away from it. That is to challenge people to move through the program. Um, and it just so happens that it seems to be uh, that people have a tough time getting to the five-on-one. Now, the five-on-one is a situation where you have five individuals throughout the country who are experts in their industry will ask you a question, and you simply only have to answer that question to their satisfaction. I am not one of the five. Um, I am the actual, uh, what you call, uh, arbitrator. So in my case, I actually will listen to the response, and if the person asking the question didn't kind of like the response, but I listen and go, yeah, he kind of did answer it, then I can overrule, and I can only overrule one of the members on the committee. So at the end of the day, you only have to have three out of five say that you answered their question to their satisfaction. 
Now, at that stage, they're not trying to trick you. They're not trying to, to cause any problems at all at that stage. Uh, they are simply trying to validate that you can look things up in the National Electrical Code. And it might be, you know, there are questions which I don't even know the questions. Um, I listen at the time it's being asked. And they might simply ask a question of, how often do you support MC Cable? What is the code article? And what is the answer? And they might say, well, it's 330.30, six feet, done. And you go on to the next individual. But that is the only way that you can get to be a CMECP and be able to use the mark in your advertising, your marketing, uh, on your resume, uh, on your, how you're promoting it to your work. If you're the, a, a project manager and you're overseeing electricians, then you know, this is a benefit for your career uh, to show. And again, we will endorse it. We will maintain it. Uh, it will be in our database. Um, we actually put your name on the website. And we also will answer any questions if anybody were to call us or something and ask us whether or not you achieved this level. Uh, we will actually house that information here at Electrical Code Academy. Okay. Now, we're going to look at the program a little bit, answer some questions that you might have. Again, those that are following along over in the chat room that are on the YouTube channel, feel free to ask any questions about the CMECP program. But I do want to get out of the way. There are two camps of people. There is one camp of people that says it don't mean anything. Well, perception being what it is, okay, let's talk about other equivalent type of things. Let's talk about a certified electrical inspector through IAEI. They do a proctored exam. You meet a certain amount of criteria, and you can take that exam. And if you get it, you get to call yourself a certified electrical inspector, okay? Um, doesn't have any prerequisite for you to be a master electrician, no engineer. It's just their criteria. Okay. Um, now when you say, well, at least we do a proctored exam. Proctored is all relevant. Okay. You can use a third party proctor or you can do what's called visual proctoring, which means since we control the certification process, we control the proctoring process. And all of that is recorded and held in case there's needed for audits. Now, the other thing that people ask is, what about NFPA? And they have their certified protection, whatever that's called, safety protection, whatever, CSP, what, I don't know what it is. That, again, has very little prerequisites for it. You take an exam. That's it. With the, and, again, it's certification, but it's only a certification that you utilize in how you choose to utilize it. Now, now there's a difference between things called licensing, certification, Okay, two different things, right? Um, the, the deal with the certification is that it can be certified and it is all based on the company that issues the certification. Whereas licensing is done through an, a jurisdictional thing or done through a governmental thing. And that is licensing to do work as an electrician. Okay, certification is voluntary. All right. Um, and again, all the certifications that you might get in the industry are voluntary. ICC certifications, things like that, all voluntary. Okay. How you choose to use it, that's up to you. So a couple things that I always get tired of hearing, okay, is some people say, Paul, didn't you create this program over four years ago now, I think, simply as a quote, money grab. 
I think I've heard that one from people, right? Hold on, let me do my scary music. Okay. Well, when I told you that the percentage of passing is about 15%, am I really after the money? No. If I was, I would make it so easy to get it and we just bastardize the industry with it. Nope. Um, if you earn it, you earn it. Okay. Now, what other questions do they ask? Paul, is this going to help me get my license? No. It's a voluntary certification that's issued by a corporation. You use it for to, to help you stand above the crowd. Okay. If you're a foreman or your leader, it just tests your ability to understand the National Electrical Code at a higher level. There is no association out there that has anything to do with that. And if they do, they are literally copying. NFPA doesn't have it, i.e. eyes for inspectors. What do you have to take a master electrician who thinks that they get to the pinnacle of their career and they have no reason to continue to learn? That's what the, the program is for the CMECP program. Okay? That's the concept from that. So, again, difference between licensure and is a difference between being certified or getting a certification that has to be maintained. All right? Okay. That part of it. All right, now, so what other questions do people ask me? Um, Paul, how do you... You can have people learn the code, but you can't certify them for the hands-on. Okay. When I hear that from people, I go... There's a reason why our certification requires that you already be a master electrician. You've done the hands-on. You've qualified through the state. And if you can get what's called an equivalency, and the equivalency would be something like Ohio, which doesn't have a master license. They have an electrical contractor's license. It's equivalent, okay? So we're able to verify that you've reached this pinnacle in your career. Now you're looking at saying, well, you know what? An exam to become a master electrician was only the gateway. It was only the benchmark, right? Once I got it, then the learning really began, right? That's what we always say to people. And when we write exams for tests, like in Texas and other states, when we write it, we have to be careful that we're not writing it in a way that we're imposing over 30 years of knowledge onto somebody that might have been a journeyman for a year and now they're becoming a master electrician. We, you couldn't expect them to learn all those things that they need to know in life. They can't, right? However, what happens is they need to get that foundation as a, master, as a journeyman, then they move into the master electrician, then that's when they start to learn. At that same time, we want to take the opportunity to broaden their knowledge as a master electrician. I'm going to give you a great example, just a really good example. I went on a forum today, and I literally saw people posting things that were master electricians, and the stuff they were posting was riddled with code issues. And they literally told me that it's better to look good than to be code compliant. I don't get that. I still don't get that. You know what? I can make a turd look pretty with whipped cream, but it's still going to taste like a turd. Don't nobody quote me on that in the future, okay? Just so you know. The point is, it still has to be minimally safe. That's what I'm focused on. That's what the CMECP program is focused on. And if you don't achieve it, that's okay. 
that's okay. If I only have 2% of the people that, that tempt the program and exceed, that's okay. That's fine. It's not a money grab. It's trying to do something in this industry that causes electricians to not have to stop. And nobody gets that. It's kind of like years ago, I created this website called, um, <laughs> you're going to laugh. It was The Electrical Guru. It was marketing. I took so much crap over 10 years in some of those other professional forums just because of my marketing. Do I think I know it all? Absolutely not. But I spend a whole heck of a lot of time trying to learn this book, and I've spent the last 30 years doing it. And so when I tell you that a CMECP program is designed to test your knowledge and let you learn better, and you can bet that I put, I've invested enough time into it. Okay, so at the end of the day, some will like it, some will not, won't like it. I've got my haters. You know what I say to my haters? I just do this. <laughs> you don't matter. In fact, if you're listening and you're a hater, I just took away about 18 minutes of your life. You'll never get back. So, you know what? Okay, so at the end of the day, Let's talk a little bit more about this program because there are people that are in the program. There are people that are asking about the program and I want to make sure that I do it justice because there's a reason I did this show is because I had to have people contact me and say, Paul, you need to do a little more on this. Okay. So with that said, I'm going to go over to, I should have had this plugged up, but again, I had so much trouble with uh, the, the, the thing today on, it was just amazing the trouble that we had. Okay, so let's see here. Let me reposition. Okay, so over on the website, which is mycmecp.com, you'll see this website here, all right? And what you'll see is you'll see a bunch of links at the top. Some of these are only available if you're a CMECP. Um, I have people that register for accounts all the time and they wonder why they get turned down, it's because you're not a CMECP. You're not going to get in. We're not going to let you in. All right? Now, the other thing to remember is you have all these links that you can at least look at, but we're not going to let you see videos and webinars and things like that unless you're a member. I'm a member, obviously, so I get in. And, of course, this is a location that you can see. And, of course, you see the, the live stream going right now, so you can listen to the live stream right here. Uh, and again, for those that want to listen to it via the podcast, this is exactly where you can see that it's streaming live. Um, but let's kind of look at the process here. So we also have the CMECP tab. And underneath that tab, you can click on the tab and go right to the CMECP. But you'll notice that we have what's called a CMEC apprentice. We have an educational portal. We have what's called CMEC perks. And we have what's called master electrician equivalency program. This is where you look and see whether or not that you think that you're equivalent, okay, to a master in your state, okay, that's where you would go. Uh, and then, of course, we have CMECP perks and benefits. Now, if you use the perks, you will literally pay back any investment that you've made in this program, okay, any end of this program at all. Uh, Matt, the question is, is how many CMECPs do we have? Uh, we have 14 CMECPs to date. Uh, six of them have chose to not be listed on the panel or on the, on, on the lookup. 
but the other uh, have are on there. So again, 14 total, uh, and we have at least 40, f- 40 plus that have not made it through the system. They just, it's too tedious for them. And that's okay. Um, they gave it a shot. And they have six months to do it. And if they don't do it in six months, well, they tried. And again, we didn't, we didn't make this so that it's easy. Okay. So again, so here's the thing we want to look at real quick. So let's kind of look at it. So people ask me, what is the apprenticeship program? So here's a neat thing. The apprenticeship program is designed for journeyman electricians who need to study for the National Electrical Code, okay, but also have an intent to also become a CMECP. So they get a little longer than what a master would get. They get a year to do their work. And if they're journeyman, they have to pass their master's within a year. Now, if they pass their master's within a year, and they do all the coursework that's required of them. They take the time. They still got to get the scores. Then once they become the master, they get to skip all of that work they've been doing. They get longer time to do it. And then they still just jump right into the proctored exam and then the five-on-one. So the apprenticeship program really serves two functions. One, it helps you prepare for your master's exam. Okay. And then two, it gets the prerequisite out of the way in order for you to immediately sit and you and get your uh, fi- uh, your proctored exam, which is a 100-question exam, and then you can move right to the five-on-one, and so you're almost there. So the apprenticeship program is only available to journeymans and who need to study for an exam. They will get the Fast Tracks program at a discounted rate, um, a little bit discounted, uh, and but they still have to pay the initiation fee, and they buy the Fast Tracks course at a discounted rate. Then they have a year to complete it, And then if they don't complete it and become a master by the end of the year, then they're out of the program. You get me? Okay. But they get a little longer than what a master would get. We're holding a master to a little higher level and you got to do it within six months. It's tough. Okay. Um, Kenneth, for example, who's in the room is a CMECP. He did the old program where you have a year. Although Kenneth didn't need a year. He moved through it pretty quickly. Okay. It's again, and it was a different program then. Uh, Kenneth, I think he can probably appreciate the fact that today he would have to do all of the work that's in the, um, the fast tracks program and then would have to on all those, uh, review questions and and all those quizzes, he would have to get such, he would have to never get below an 80%. Now I think Ken could probably tell you that'd be pretty tough because he's seen what these questions are all about. So what it does is it makes you slow down. It makes you use the textbook. Before you hit the submit button, you go over those questions diligently. That's different than if you're preparing for an exam because you're like, ah, I'm answering it, then click the button, and if, if I'm wrong, Paul will tell me the answers. Click it wrong, Paul. Not so much when you're in the fast track, I mean, when you're in the CMECP apprenticeship program. Okay, now as a master, you got six months. You got to move through that material quickly. Okay, we'll look at that. All right, so at any rate, so again, so that's the apprenticeship program allowed for that. And, of course, you can click on that. It'll tell you all about it. Uh, Educational portal uh, is one thing that we want to look at. So when I click on the educational portal, you have to be, in order to get in, you have to be uh, a member, okay, to get in. And then, of course, the next would be CMC, CM perks. You have to be a member to get into the perks. Just kind of showing you these things. Uh, 
and I'll talk about each one of these, but you have to be the member to get in. Now, let's talk about the equivalency. Here you see a page, and I literally answer all the questions about equivalency and what it means for the program, okay? Uh, and so it covers everything. So some people ask me, um, can I get in it if I'm a professional engineer? Absolutely, if you meet these requirements here, okay? Um, things like electrical inspectors. Can electrical inspectors get in here? Absolutely, if they meet the, the criteria. How about CMIs, certified master inspectors through the home inspection industry? Well, they have such a high level of education in that program that we will allow them to join the program, but they have to meet the prerequisites for that as well. Okay, so there's and any one of these could disappear at any given time. Okay, for example, we are questioning whether or not we want to continue with the CMI, but right now it's still in the program. It goes on the board uh, next month. We'll be voting on it, and it could come and it could go. I don't know. Right now, the equivalency is obviously if you're a master, that's equivalent. But again, if you're a journeyman electrician and you know you want to go into it's, it's going to cost you more to do the journey of uh, the apprentice program and then do everything uh, than it would be if I just did, like if you were just studying for an exam, you just do the fast tracks. But if you're going to study for an exam and you want to be a CMECP after you get your master's, then this is probably the, this is one of the better routes because you do get the, you do get the, the fast tracks program at a reduced cost in the program. Okay. But, you still have the initiation requirement to be in this program. So it makes them pretty close to the same price. So choice is up to you how you want to use it. It all has to do with where you want to go with it beyond this. Okay. All right. So anyway, that's your equivalence. And again, you got links to the application page. And then, of course, benefits. Now, all of those benefits. Now, the educational portal, I'll just remind you. The educational portal is in conjunction with Allison. And there are literally thousands of courses that you can take for not only certification or whatever you want it to be, okay? All you want, business management, um, customer service, tons of them are in there. And we give you the portal to get there. So there's so many other things you can learn inside of the educational portal. And as a member, you get access to that directly, okay? You'll get your own password, you get in, and you can get in and do everything you need to do, okay? Now, again, here is the video, and again, here's some perks. Uh, for example, if you're a member of this program and you join it, then there's some perks that you get in here. You get discounts on computers, food, vacation. Ain't nobody traveling right now, but you get it. Um, I use this a lot when I'm doing for my son uh, when I was he would go to the movies, right? So, and he goes to the movies, I can buy movie tickets in here cheaper than you can buy anywhere else. And so, again, it paid for itself in the savings. If you use this, we had a laptop that we bought for Brittany who works for us, and we bought it through this program. And I was able to get it for about $300 less than what she could get at retail. And I saved money right away. All of that made the program, wouldn't cost you anything if you used it and saved money. Okay, so at the end of the day, let's see here. We've got this program. Let's look at it real quick. Let me pause this here. See if I can turn it on. All right, ready? Let's see if it'll come on there.
Okay, so the program, uh, we also buy, uh, there's a place down here called Dickie's Barbecue. And we buy our coupons through here for Dickie's Barbecue because it's expensive barbecue. So we buy it through here and it's actually cheaper doing it here than it would be buying it at Dickie's. So again, that pays for itself. But this also applies to even large things like uh, appliances or whatever. It's just a way to get the discount pricing. And at the end of the day, it offsets what you would spend in a system. You don't have to use this, but it's in place if you would like to use it and save money, okay? Uh, Ken says, and Ken's a CMECP, he says, this program is not to be taken lightly. A person has to be mentally and uh, logistically ready to spend the requisite time to do the work. All that said, the payoff can't be measured in dollars alone. Thanks, Ken. It isn't. You know, and again, the program did get harder, but it just makes it mean more. It's it's something that you know you completed, okay? And at the end of the day, if I'm a foreman, I'm an owner, uh, you only get paid to do the project right once. You don't get paid to do it multiple times. Having a CMECP on board means that they're overseeing the application of how the NEC is applied, and they are experts in that system. Okay, they understand it. They're certified in it. Plus, they get access to us at any given time at a separate uh, time. They can get us anytime they need us to assist them. All right. But at the end of the day, you're going to become the professional. You're going to learn more in depth about the National Electrical Code. And you're going to get tested on it over and over again at a much higher level than the normal student would get tested at. Okay. All right. So, again, it's not to scare you. It's just reality okay now of course of course we have access to, to CEU online which is our partnership with at home prep for continuing education uh, and of course you have the webinars uh, video link podcast we just saw and of course the contact button you click on the contact button and you will be able to send messages directly to us uh, directly through the portal all right so at any any rate that's what that was now we have also a forum and let's do this here If I can remember my password here, bear with me. Okay. So into our forum, you can ask questions in the forum. Okay. And you can go back to the, so that's that one. And then you got the certified master uh, list. And these are the ones that chose to be listed. And you see them here. You can have your company name. A couple of them aren't loading. I got to check that. But you can put your company name in it, email address, whatever you want. We'll update the system for you. Okay. Also, let's look at the educational portal. So in this educational portal, you sign up or you log in. And, of course, I can log in. And let's see what we get here. And I don't know how that's looking on the screen, so I'll check it in a minute. And maybe that was not my uh, login. <laughs> oh, hold on, let me move the mic here. Let's see here. Abernathy. Oops, maybe I spelled that wrong. I don't go in here often. I got some guys that do. And it must not be my part. I must can't remember my password. Go figure that. Well, let's see here. I will do my password. 
And I will do it before we're done this class. And I will reset my password and I will check it. And then we will get back in this thing. All right, so let's see here. Let me get let me move on to the perks. All right, and I will check my email to, to get my login if we need to do it. Okay, let me make sure what's on the screen. There we go. My login's ready. All right, so uh, let me let me do this real quick. Hang with me. And let's see here. We'll do this. Bear with me. I'll put in all my information. I do want to show you all that because that is pretty neat. So let's see here. I was not prepared. I forgot that I wasn't logged in. And let's do here. And I will do it again. Okay. All right. So let's go back up here and let's see. And this kind of shows you how to get into the corporate portal. I'll show you that in a minute, but let's go back to the educational portal. And we'll see if I can get back in. Again, we used a partnership with Allison. And let's see here. Abernathy.paul at gmail.com. Y'all are familiar with my Gmail. Okay. And let's see here. And we'll do that. And let's see. It'll keep me logged in. It's not accepting me. Hey, I've, I've, I've had my own self kicked out of my daggone portal. Right? And we'll just do that. If it doesn't get in, we'll... All right. Well, we're not getting in through that. So let's see if I can continue with my Facebook. Heck, I'll try. Oh, there we go. Oh, it might be cookies. Oh, I'm not using... Okay. Sorry about that. I'm using the computer that I log into this. Cookie set is my laptop, not the desktop. Apologize. I should have figured that. My bad. So let's move on to the perks. Anyway, Allison. Allison is a huge database of all kinds of educational stuff. Um... So, again, let's see here. Yeah, see, I'm using it on the other one. Just so you can see, I am in it. It's green button, so that's why that looks like it. See that little logo there? So I can actually choose the courses I want, like technology. And you'll see that there's tons of courses that are available. Okay? The reason it's blocking me out here is because my cookie set... And I use it on my other computer, which I take away and take with me when I travel. All right. So anyway, sorry about that. I have to clear the cookies on that. All right. Now, so this one is also what's called the perks program. And we give you the, you click here to get into the program and we give you instructions on how to set it up and how to do everything in the program. Uh, and, and this is the perks program. This is the one that gets you all those things like eating restaurants and, and stuff like that. So I click the portal. And hopefully I have the the password here. Sign in. And here's an example where you can see the portal. And let's say I might go to, oh, let's search. Let's do uh, Dickies. Actually, you know what? This allows me to do, let's let's do um, shoes. 
Okay, shoes.com, rack store, all these more stores. If I shop in them, that's where I get my discounts. So I click in it. And you can see that the coupons come up 20% off store wide, 45% off, 30% off, 40% off the Nike store. Plus, I get four times the wild points. So it accumulates the wild points. Um, member pricing. Uh, again, it shows you some other things that you can get. Desktops, check us out. $379.99 for a small desktop. I don't know the details of it. Uh, tickets, movies, although ain't nobody going to movies right now. I can tell you that. Um, there's some, just so many different features on here. Again, you get the discounts through the program, all right? Exclusives. I'll click on exclusives. And one of the things, here's some exclusives for things. Uh, member savings. Hey, Paul. Grocery shopping, wine, Ohio steaks, or excuse me, Omaha steaks, here, Best Buy, Samsung products. Anyway, point is, if you're buying stuff already and you're a CMECP, why not check here first for pricing? I'm just saying, why not? Okay, anyway, so again, you buy one thing, it could pay for itself. All right, so let's back to the MC. So that's how you get there. Here's the instructions on how you do it. Uh, here, when you get there for the first time, first time sign in gives you how you register and everything on our portal. Uh, everything for that, like again, if I click that, click here, and I am in. But when you come in, you're going to want to set up an account, and you can set up your account and get into the program if you want to utilize the program. That's up to you. We're just adding it as a perk. That's it, right? Okay. You obviously get the use of the seal. You also get the lapel pin that you can use. Uh, and again, I need to make sure. Kenneth, did you get your lapel pins? Because I don't do that. That's done by, is done by uh, Brittany and them. But I want to make sure that you got them, uh, your lapel pins. If not, email me and we'll get those pins out to you. You should have had them by now. Um, but at any rate, they, the lapel pins are unique only to CMECPs. Excellent. Thanks, Ken. All right, so let's kind of go back and see what else we got. So we already know the benefits, and we look at the benefits and the perks. You heard that. Uh, CEUs online, again, webinar, video, and everything. So let's look at the CMEC program real quick. So here's the program. It seems like a lot of information to read, and you need to read it. It covers the program, talks about the program, talks about the proctored exam, which you have to get an 80% on. Uh, now, here's the tough part. Of that program online, it's like the Fast Tracks, a little different. It's set up that you only get three attempts at the quizzes, whereas in the Fast Track program, you take them as much as you want. You get three attempts. The highest score has to be 80 or higher. There's, that's it. Okay, so again, it puts a little pressure on you, but y'all got this. Um, anyway, so 80 or higher. Okay. And then you go to, after you do that, you get to the proctored exam. Okay, got to get 100. I mean, 80 on it, 100 on it. I hear you. And then, I can hear Ken now. And then you've got the five-member panel. You can ask Ken about it. He got to witness the panel. And again, you must be a master electrician or equivalent in order to do it. And you recertify after two years. Now, the recertification is you have to take a course of continuing education and you have to pay your renewal fee. 
but you're uh, continuing education, and that is submitted to us when you achieve it before the end of your uh, at the you know by the end of your two years uh, to be able to renew and maintain it. Okay, and so since we had a program change. The ones that are in there, like Ken, we allowed a delay on that. And, of course, I don't know. Brittany monitors that. I don't know when your two years is up, Ken, or not. But they will monitor that, and then you'll get an email out uh, and, and let you know that it's time to renew. And, again, they'll, they'll say you got a certain length of time to get in your continuing education. Now, if you're an electrician, you got to do that anyway, right? Okay, just saying. So, again, there's no additional prerequisite. We're not trying to jam one of our courses down your throat. But if you need to get continuing education, we do offer those courses through our partnership that you could utilize for your renewal. Okay? So, anyway, so the application process is if you're interested in a program, you click here, you go down to the application. You have six months after you are accepted as a CMECP applicant and take the required online course and pass the exam. You have six months from the start of the program that you're accepted in order to be able to complete. You'll get your own student ID. You'll log into the system. Uh, At that point, you'll be able to go to the top and register uh, for the program, and we'll let you in. Um, And in this case, um, the application fee is $150 for the program application fee. It's $150 for recertification at the end of two years. Uh, and you're required to take the required courses, again, continuing ed course for your state, very state-specific, okay? You got to do it anyway. So, okay, and we might even have the cheapest. For example, uh, Ken, if you do it through our partner, you can renew your master's license in Texas for like $17, okay? So, again, other than the 150 renewal, you pay the $17 for the fee, submit us your grade of passing, or a copy of the certificate, and then you've renewed it again. Okay, got to do it anyway. All right, so there's the steps in the process. Fill out the application, pay the application fee. What does that pay? That pays us and me to pay Brittany, to pay Zach, in order to first check that your licensing is accurate, that you actually are a master electrician or equivalent. It covers her proctoring when we do the proctoring system. Okay. It covers all the inform- all the stuff that's required in the administration of the program. Obviously, it covers the use of logos. It covers the use of the lapel, uh, getting the pel- lapels. Uh, all the stuff that's in the administration of the program is encompassed in that. Again, ain't nobody getting rich on that, I can promise you. Now, once you do that, you have to purchase the required course to do this. And, of course, that's down here. It's $250. It's basically a version of the Fast Tracks program. Once you apply and we verify you, we will send you the link to download that course. Okay? Now, the normal Fast Tracks is $315. This is $250. But if you want to go this route, let's say, as an apprentice, it's a little different, and you have to look at the, the apprentice link for that. Okay? So, if you're already a master, then you're just paying $250 for the actual course that's been geared and set up towards the CMECP. The exams are limited and things like that, and all the fluff is, is removed in order to be able to set that up for you, okay? And now, there's the exam. It's remote proctored. It's 100 question. Fill in the blank. Sorry, as Ken will tell you, there ain't no ABC answers here. You literally have to fill in the blank. Okay, 
The exam will take will be taken online using our free webinar software. Uh, it's also recorded and it's proctored at the whole time. Uh, you don't leave the location. You have to have a camera and it's all recorded. And the camera has to be on you and it has to show some portion of the writing material that you're using, whether it's just a portion of the paper, so that if you have to take a bathroom break, you can't take anything with you, okay? So, at that case, uh, all the questions remain at the table. We control the questions. You just write your answers. You don't get a copy of the proctored exam, okay? You see it online. We will share it with you, and we will interact with you, okay? It's It's tough. All right, usually after it's graded within 48 hours, we will get the results back to you. You have to have a passing score of at least 80, okay? Now, if you fail that exam, you're allowed to retake it, okay? So if you fail your first one, you are permitted to retest three additional times for $25 proctor fee per attempt. The first one's included. If you have to retake it, it's 25, that's to pay the proctor, okay? Now, If you fail the exam after three attempts, you'll be required to repurchase all required online courses and restart the program. Doesn't mean if you fail it that you can't restart it. And by then, you know what dedication it takes. If you choose to not do it after that, well, good try. I appreciate you doing it. Hopefully, you got something out of it. But again, you're out of the, you would be out of the program. Now, even masters who do the six months to complete it, Now, you're still going to have access to your course for a year. We're going to let you have it for a year. But you have to complete the program in six months, okay? Now, once you get to the interview stage, this is a five-on-one interview, okay? So the candidate will be asked five questions based on the National Electrical Code to be answered in that live interview, okay? You get to use the National Electrical Code book. It's encouraged. It's open book. And you got to have the web camera during that phase, of the process so that you can see all of the examiners and we can see you as well. Now, people ask, what's the overall cost of this? Well, again, it can range anywhere from 450 to 500. Um, in this case, probably less because you're talking 250 and 150. That's two, three. So that's 400. So yeah, it's actually less than 450. Okay. And that includes the course. Okay. And that includes the exam. Then you've got the, Estimated recertification, it's between 185 and 215 depending on that renewal course. Again, Ken could get it for $17 in Texas, for example, and be able to do it that way. Uh, upon completion of all these steps, you will be issued a certificate of completion and the rights to use an email from us saying that you can use the designated CMECP after your name and in all marketing moving forward as long as you stay current and active as a CMECP, okay? Now, recertification. For example, Ken, once the candidate successfully obtains CMECP status, the CMP must recertify every two years. Proof of successful purchase and completion of an online or in-person, I don't mind if you take an in-person one, uh, we don't care, uh, continuing education course that makes it relevant to the state you're in, For your specific state, required to complete it at least 30 days prior to the current certification expiration date. So, Ken, I don't know when your date is, but you might want to check it if you want to maintain your CMECP, okay? And then, of course, then you have the 150 that's required for recertification, okay? Now, again, CMECP is a voluntary. 
We don't imply that it's any board industry accepted. We're not into that. We're not trying to say that. What we're saying is that it takes your game to the next level. You can use it on resumes, marketing, advertising, putting on the side of your truck, put it on your business cards, market it, promote it, abuse it for your benefit to say that here I am and here everybody else is, okay? Because I'm telling you, while we can't control what you do with your hands on, we can control the knowledge that you obtain when it comes to the National Electrical Code. And what better association would you want that than Electrical Code Academy Incorporated who designs courses and does interaction with people all over the country, okay? We're not involved in creating those documents for NFPA. We're not involved in the, home, in the inspection industry. We focus on training electricians. We focus on people learning the trade from a code perspective, a minimum safety standard. Now, the CMECP just upset game. Now, here's the application form. You fill it out. You choose whether you're in, uh, a master electrician or equivalent. You put your state license number in here. You put your PayPal receipt when you make the purchase because you're going to submit, but you're going to want to buy it first, pay the 150 and then you're going to get a PayPal receipt number. Then you put it in here, okay? And if you're referred by another CMECP, then put their number in there as well. Ken got a letter. He's got his actual registration number. I'm sure it's KH and then whatever the number is. Uh, he would use that and place it in this location if he was referring somebody, okay? So again, you follow the process. You submit it first, get your receipt, put the receipt in here, and then submit the application, okay? And again, it's all explained in here in the steps. Submit the application, okay? Fill out the, uh, submit the fee, fill out the form, and make sure you put the PayPal receipt in the form before you submit it. Pretty simple, okay? All right, so, again, program's not for everybody. I get it. it. It's not for maybe a lot of people. That's okay. If you think it's hokey, don't join. There's nobody twisting your arm, okay? But people that want to be able to call themselves a CMECP, to be able to tout themselves as a code professional beyond the norm, that's what this program's all about. Okay, uh, let's see if we can catch up on some questions here that people ask. Um, uh, David, uh, I don't know your question, but you redacted it, so you must not want me to answer it, so I'll move on. Um, let's see here. Daniel, does this mean if a person fails the test and decides to continue to study the course for the rest of the one-year period before taking the course again to get the CMC certification? No. So, Danny, what it means is you got six months to be a CMECP to pass it if you're a master, okay? Now, you might be talking about the apprentice program, but I'll talk about the master. You have six months to complete it. Complete it. You'll still have access to the course for a year, but you got six months to complete the program, and your timer will start. If you don't complete it in six months, and you still want to use the course for whatever reason to just do it, because you're already a master electrician, then go for it. We'll let you have access for a year to the course. Fine. Now, if you're a, in the apprentice program and you're a journeyman and you're studying for a master, what you do is you do the apprenticeship program. Now, that gives you access to the course. You still have to meet the grades. You just get a little more time to do it. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna, it's not crushing you to the six-month period. The only caveat is in that year, you have to obtain your master's license. 
No exceptions. You have to get it. Okay? It just is what it is. So with that said, it's will, we will look at the apprenticeship program so that you can see what's entailed with that. It's slightly different. Again, you have 12 months to complete this one. Um, and again, you're still going to have the, uh, once you achieve this, you have to become a master within that 12 months, okay, in that application. Now, the initiation fee for that up front is three seventy-five. So that gets you in the program where you have the application. It's going to get you three seventy-five into the program. All right, that's your application fee to start into the program. Okay. Now, as we move through the course, then you're going to have because there's a lot more administrating and watching you over a year to make sure that you're following along in the program type of thing. So it's a little more expensive for the apprentice. Otherwise, the only reason we came up with the journeyman program is because people were journeymen and they wanted to get in the program. One, to help pass the exam. Two, to get their master's within a year. It kind of pushes them to do that. And then it gives them a jump start into the proctored part as well as the five-on-one. They, don't, they, they get a little longer to do that. And that's what their apprenticeship program is all about for this program here. Okay, Now, after the initiation fee is paid, then you have a course that's required. Again, it's going to be at 250 so it's a discounted. It's the fast tracks. The only difference is, other than the regular fast tracks, this program, you're only going to be able to take the exam questions three times. And if you don't maintain an 80% after three times, you're, you're just not going to make it in the program. Okay? The good news is, you don't have to rush to submit those exams like people that are in the fast tracks. You know, they don't really care about their score. I, I hope they care. But sometimes I get 60s and 70s and 72s and things like that. When if you had a stopped and looked at the textbook and taken your time, then you can really get a higher score. Okay? And in the master program, you've got to be diligent. In the apprenticeship program, you still have a year to do this, so take your time reading the material, go a little slower, focus on the material, then do your quizzes, then submit them, so you get a little more time, okay? In other words, for the master, it's going to be a little bit more time consumed there. It's really a short amount. Six months is still pretty good. Remember when I tell people they need about 90 days to, to prepare for an exam? You can get through the fast track course in 90 days if you follow it diligently, okay? Two times a week, three to four hours a week. Same thing here. It's the same program, but with some extra tweaks on it for the CMECP program, but also the limitation on how many times you can take an exam, okay? Basic difference. Now, you are getting it at a discounted price, but again, you still got to pay the price for the initiation. So again, you have to weigh whether or not this is worth it for you. This would not be worth it if you're just trying to get your license. If you're just trying to get your if you're trying to get your master's but you also want to be a CMECP at some point, then this will work out for you. You have to make that decision, okay? So, uh, we only have uh, three people that are in this program because the other people that are in the fast tracks are just trying to get their masters and they might not want to be a, a, mas- a CMECP. Some that do will be in this program, okay? And so you see the costs down here, retesting, the same thing. Everything else still applies. It's no different. Same buy now, everything, same application. Here you would te- check the apprentice program if you're an, going in as an apprentice, okay? 
but everything else would still apply. All the same stuff would be there. Okay. All right. Um, the overall cost, Danny, three seventy five for the initiation to get in it, and two fifty for the actual course. Those are your costs. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, other than that, folks, that is pretty much it when it comes to the program. Uh, obviously, we obviously also have what's called privacy today. So if you want to read all how we utilize your information and to show you that we are legit, you can read all of this information as you see me scrolling down, which covers the privacy policy for Electrical Code Academy uh, and the CMECP program. All that is there as well. Um, so again, webinars, when we have exclusive webinars to CMECPs, uh, they're going to be here. Okay. Here's one that was done July 7th, 2018. Uh, but again, any special one gets done there. Uh, videos. Remember they were locked off, but any videos that are specific would be located here. You see some videos that are located here. And of course the CEUs online, that would be in our partnership with this. And this is where you would go to get your continuing education requirements. Okay. So any other questions that we have on the CMECP program, I'm more than happy to ask them or answer them for you. Um, any questions you might have on the program, feel free to ask. Again, I encourage you to read the site, look at the information, Again, we kind of have some information here that tell you what it's in it for you. Um, Here's some of the benefits to the program. Again, we have Hertz discounts. Uh, again, the Perks program, the uh, the um, uh, educational stuff, and of course, there's information. And if I could get my cookies to work for the Allison program, let's see here. Let's see if I got. Let's do this. And let's just see if, okay, so here's my program. And so here's what it looks like when you log into it, okay? Here, uh, let me move everything around. Let me, let me resize this so you can see what we're dealing with here. Uh, bear with me. Okay, so here's what we're looking like in the program. And I just wanted to show you when you go in here, for example, uh, let's say I want to do courses. Let's do electrical. Notice that it says you can get a introduction to the electrical trade, introduction to electrical wiring, introduction to basic electricity, uh, drawing and test equipment, basic electrical technology. I'm just going to do that. So here it talks about the course and the rating. Uh, the students, 67,000 students have been enrolled in this course. It's a free course. I can start the course right now. It's only about one to two hours, okay? But maybe I want to learn something. Let's talk about, let's say I want to learn Excel. Okay, well, I'm going to click Excel. And here's a course. It's free. And it talks about, you have 300,000 people have joined this course. And it talks, it's six to ten hours. Uh, it has a certification offering in it. It's based on Microsoft Publisher as well. So all of this information is, again, you can start the course right here. And that's not, I mean, it has everything. Let's say HR. Say you want to learn some HR skills. Okay, I'll click on HR. And over on the left, I've got 
What do we got? We got Diploma for Human Resources, Fundamentals of Human Resources. Uh, I mean, it's just so much stuff involved in the program uh, that you get out of those benefit programs. So more education is always better. If you use the information, great. If you don't use the information and you don't want it, that's fine. You don't have to. That's totally up to you and how you utilize the program. Okay? Let me make this a little bit bigger. Bear with me. I'm changing things on the fly, dude. Okay. So, at any rate, there you go. That explains a little bit more about the CMECP program. If you have any questions, email us, info at masterthenec.com. More than happy to answer the questions for you. Um, let see, Danny, we got some other... I would want to get CMEC just to get a better knowledge of the NEC. Well, you're also going to get that through the Fast Tracks program, Danny. Um, the only advantage to this is that if you're going through the program and you want to get acknowledgement of getting higher scores and consistency on those higher scores, again, the code is the code, right? So while we might offer some enhanced stuff uh, in this program, all right, it generally means that you have to attain a higher level of knowledge, right? And so the Fast Track program does that, but we also integrate it with some more stuff for the CMECP to take it, and you get to surround yourself with other CMECPs in that type of scenario, okay? Uh, But again, you can get a higher level of knowledge just by taking our Fast Tracks program, and a lot of people have, okay? Now, the beautiful thing about people that are already licensed that get into our programs like the Fast Track that's because they now are doing it and they get to better understand the material and absorb it a little better. And they can slow down. And they don't have the stress of trying to pass an exam. That's the beauty of that program for that. Plus, the tests have to score higher on all the tests and you only get three shots at it. That's it. And I can tell you, uh, ask Ken. Ask Ken. He's in the Fast Tracks program and he's a CMECP. And he finds that the, the exams that are in our Fast Tracks program are challenging. Definitely challenging. And there's a lot of them. So guess what, Ken? All of those exams, all of those that are in that program, you have to take in that six-month period. And they have to get an 80% or higher. That's a lot. That equates to what? probably 1,300 exam questions that you have to take in this program. So now you know why the success rate is so low. My five-on-one, the five professionals that we utilize in this program as our experts have not had to do a five-on-one in probably probably about almost eight, nine months or maybe even longer because nobody's gotten to that level yet in, in that length of time. I've got a couple, some that are in it right now, and they're real close. But they haven't yet. That's not to scare you away. They underestimated the commitment that it takes to this program. We don't want just anybody. I don't want your money. I only want you in this program if you want to take your game to the next level. That's it. That's all I care about. All right? Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see, Danny, yep, what kind of grades is Ken getting? <laughs> You're going to have to talk to Ken about that, okay? Uh, he has. 
He has been in the program now for a couple weeks, and he went through the... See, Ken did it differently. He can answer to this. He already was a CMECP. He was already using the program to just brush up. So he was just really going in there taking the exams. And that's really all he did. I don't think he read the course material as much. He was just trying to... He was utilizing all the exam questions and everything, the section exams and everything that's in there to brush up on it. Okay, So his scores might have been a little lower at, from, at points because he was really using it for a different purpose. And that's up to him. That's up to you. That's up to whoever uses the fast tracks. With the CMECP, you don't have that luxury okay? because you don't just get to take the exams and hope that you're going to get if you get take that exam, if you were to do that and you go into the program and you just said, hey, man, I know the code. I'm going to start taking exams and you take the exam questions and you end up with a 70, 65, 75. You're out. You're gone. You're out. You got to start over again and you got to buy over again and you got to apply over again. That's it. Now, you get three attempts. You can pay for three additional attempts for the proctored exam because you've made it a long way. You've made it all the way to that stage. We're going to give you three attempts to do it. Definitely. And then when you get to the five and one, um, I wouldn't sweat that. Okay? These guys are professionals. They're not going to throw such a curveball at you that you're like, oh, crap. I've done come this far? But let's say you did. Let's say you got one right, you got four wrong. Guess what? You're out. Got to start over again. And when I say over again, I mean literally. Go through the program over again. That's why I tell people, ain't no money grab. It means something. It's legit. That registered mark that you see right where, right there, means something to me. Okay, the registered that you see up there, up up there, means something to me. The program means something to me. Okay, I don't know everything in the industry, but I know that this industry industry doesn't have anything that sets people above the bar. Okay, that's what this program was designed to do. All right, now the one document that oversees everything to do with electrical installations is this book. So ask yourself. How come NFPA doesn't have a, a NEC certification course? How come Electrical Code Academy had to create one? Think about that for a second. Okay? Why do we have the registered mark Certified Master Electrical Code Professional? And have you researched it? Just go online and search for patents and trademarks. Search for Certified Master Electrical Co-Professional or CMECP and look at what category it's in. It's important. It means a lot. The category that this program is listed under, under that registered trademark. Okay? Anyway, that's it for today, folks. Hopefully you got something out of it. Um, Hopefully you're interested in the program. It's not going to be easy, but uh, it's worthwhile. If you're a master electrician and you want to, in this time now of uncertainty, I would love to have that acronym. I would love to have it on my business card. I would love to have it on my truck if I'm coming to people's house. You remember that program with Eaton Certified Contractor Network? Well, I helped create that ECCN program. I helped create their certification program years ago. I was the one traveling the country teaching that. Okay? Well, I used all that knowledge to create CMECP around what I wanted it to be, and that's what this program came out. 
And this program dates all the way back at least four years ago when it took me at least two years to create it, come up with the concept, put together the board of directors, have it set up, and then turn around and administer it. Then I needed the program that would be able to be high quality enough. And I started with the one like with Ken started with. And then I turned around and said, you know what? Um, I need to go to the next level. And that's when we had the Fast Tracks program and we used it for exam prep, NEC knowledge. But now I also use it to tweak it for the CMECP program. Okay. All right. So that's it, guys. It's a challenge. If you achieve it, it's an achievement. I hope Ken's very proud of it because he earned his. I remember the day we did the, they did the um, 501, and I sat there in the back while the five people asked him the question. It was pretty neat. So, And I remember the day that, that John did his and uh, Bill Paxton did his. and I remember those days because I like to be intimately involved with every person moving through the program personally at some point, okay? So I'm just, I can't help it. I'm that, that kind of guy. So, hey, everybody, I appreciate you all. Uh, and we've gone a little longer than normal. I am going to end my stream over on the, uh, the web, the uh, podcast. And at this point, if you have any additional questions, I will do so. Hang on while I end my stream over on our podcast. You've been listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul Abern.